What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for the 27th expansion-packed episode of the Switch It Up Show. I'm here today. I'm your host, Seth Trav, joined, as always, by our friend, Glenn. And how the heck are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing much better now that I hear the sweet, docelet tones of your voice, Mr. Trav. How are you about? How about yourself? You're always so kind asking me how I'm doing. How about you? I'm doing well, man, because as I said, we've got another expansion-packed episode. we got three great games that we're going to review for you today, ladies and gentlemen. But first, we are going to let those sweet tunes roll. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Anamanaguchi. Anamanaguchi. Look them up, tweet them, let them know that they should play a show for the Switch It Up show. That's it, man. Acoustic Anamanaguchi. <laughs> I think that would be insane. Xylophones only. <laughs> <laughs> what else is insane, my dude, is what I've been finding as I was digging around in my old inventory. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the segment where we talk about what we're playing this week on the Nintendo Switch. And my guy, I gotta tell you, I have been sucked completely into the world of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Oh, dude, you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me about this because uh, that actually came out the same day as uh, the uh, the Resident Evil collection, which I've been playing. So, uh, oh. I, I feel like you can you can kind of fill in the blanks because. I'm like, oh, do I want to start Xenoblade right now? I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, let me hold up on that. So go ahead, tell tell me a little bit about, about it. So it's a very interesting RPG. It's an open world action RPG. It's interesting how it plays. It's it's one of those ones where you just are automatically attacking, like as soon as you target an enemy, and then they do like their attack moves a little bit, and then as that happens, you have the charged up super moves. And then you can link skills and do all kinds of crazy, awesome things. Tons of upgrades. Awesome, really deep, rich story. Incredible graphics. Um, touching. Pretty heartwarming. The only gripe I have with it, I don't know about everybody else playing this thing, but I can't stand this English voiceover. The English VO does not match up for me, except for like two or three characters. The rest, they, they're just not playing at all. But luckily, you can go to the eShop and download the Japanese audio uh, and play that way. So I have yet to do that, but I am going to. I just keep picking it up and playing it, you know, because I'm just like, I'm in the level up stages right now, and I'm really enjoying it. So good, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I've been uh, just starting to get my feet wet with the Resident Evil collection uh, for Switch. Uh, I happen to have a little bit of credit at the GameStop location and uh, strolled down there and was able to pick it up for like, I think I had to pay like 22 bucks. So I was happy. I was happy with that. Uh, I was waiting specifically to be able to play these games on the Switch because never played them before and I wanted another like horror themed game uh, for Switch. They're really starting to like kind of like, I don't know, what's the word? Uh, trickle down uh, onto the console. <laughs> there really haven't been too many of them, but I feel like now all of a sudden they're starting to be like Fast and Furious. What's really weird is that the um, the cartridge only has the first Resident Evil revelations on it. They actually give you a download co- code for the second one. So like I don't really know what's that's uh, really weird. What's up with that? 
um, but I'm having a good I'm having a good time with it. Like I said, I'm still in the in in the beginning stages of it. So if anybody out there is playing Resident Evil uh, Revelations, has any tips or tricks for me, or just kind of wants to talk about it a little bit, uh, let me know what you think. I feel like a lot of the enemies kind of remind me of uh, Dead Space, uh, and I love Dead Space. Uh, so I, that's a game I would love to see come over onto the Switch. That'd be great. Especially You're playing the uh, first one, right? Yeah. Not, you didn't jump straight to Revelations 2 for your girl Jill Valentine? Oh, or no. no. You like Veronica. No, you gotta love Jill Valentine now. Claire, Claire Redfield. Claire Redfield. That's your girl from Code Veronica X. Oh, it's a great game, man. It's great. But if anyone out there is playing it, working through it, let us know over on at Switch It Up Show on Twitter because we would love to talk about what we're playing you know, and compare it to what you're playing and have just, just have like the best of times. I feel like that'd be fun. <laughs> Lord knows I love the best of times. We're always looking for them. And ladies and gentlemen, we got some great times coming up because it's time for Potent Power Ups. That's right, it's the news. It's the segment where we talk to you all about the things coming up on the Nintendo Switch. And ladies and gentlemen, awesome bit of news that I found out earlier this week. Uh, it's the Mega Man 30th anniversary. So they're going hog wild. Or what is it, Mega Man X? Yes, sir. The Mega Man, but it's the Mega Man 30th anniversary. Well, it's the Mega Man 30th anniversary. And Mega Man 30th anniversary. So because of that, they are releasing Mega Man 11, which looks incredible. That's coming out on the Switch sometime in 2018. And they are also releasing every single Mega Man X game on the Nintendo Switch. It's made for the Mega Man X games. I love the Mega Man X games. They're notoriously harder than the Mega Man games, but they've got Zero. Zero was always the dude. And they had all those like extra little awesome like super suits that you could pick up and sort of like multiple storyline type deals every now and then. It was super cool. Um, it was also on the Super Nintendo. So I was much, much bigger fan of Mega Man X. What about you? You stoked? You know, I always wanted to get into Mega Man. I ne- he was never like my platformer when I was like playing those games. Like I was, for me, it was Sonic like all the way. And I discovered Mario like later uh in life except for like 64 but um when it comes to platforming like i never really played mega man um not until like somewhat recently and i do think it's fun uh, and it's awesome that another one's coming onto the switch and it's even better news that capcom is like you know like didn't forget (laughs) about the console so so that's good man uh, I, I think, think it's good that they didn't forget about Mega Man because I had read something like two years ago where one of the people working there was like, we still own Mega Man. We yeah. make that game here. Like, yeah. what, what is that about? Yeah. So I'm glad they're giving Mega Man some love. I was a big fan of the cartoon series when I was younger. So That sounds right. That's where I developed my love for it. For the Megman. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to keep rolling right along, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to get into the largest segment that we present every single show, and we are going to press continue, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We're talking all about the new releases, and we've got a ton of quarters this week to jam into the slots because it's another release week on the Nintendo Switch. How many is it this week? 17? 16? Yeah, yeah, I think it's 16. We're about to find out, though. 16 games today, ladies and gentlemen. First one up, we're going to talk about it's Acorn Tactics. It's going to be eleven ninety nine. Um, it looks a little bit like it might be kind of like Advanced Wars, a um, little bit uh, puzzly. It's a strategy simulation puzzles board game. Um, looks like a battle card type system. Graphics look cool. I would definitely check it out. Cool man. 
Uh, up next is Dimension Drive. Uh, Dimension Drive is $12.99, comes out on the 7th, so uh, probably the day you're listening to this. This looks like uh, it's a space shooter. It says it challenges your skills in, uh, in, t- two, in entirely new ways. Basically, you're playing two games at once. Um, this, it's like a split screen that you play both sides of. So if you're, if you're into kind of like a twin stick shooter that has a little bit of like a mental twist to it because you've got two separate board games to watch, two different energy uh, or like life meters. Um, If those games weren't hard enough for you already, this one kind of kicks it up another notch. So you might want to take a peek at that. (laughs) That's Dimension Drive. Awesome. Next one we've got is something that we're actually going to review a little bit later on. It's Embers of Miram, currently $19.99. It is out December 7th, uh, 2017. Uh, splitting is believing. Uh, to save their world from an alien threat, two proud races must set aside their differences and come together literally. Uh, it looks like a platformer where you control one light bubble of ember and one dark bubble of ember, and then you kind of like flow around. Flow around? It looks like it's a 2D play, but 3D cutscene style game. I'm definitely excited to play it. I want to see more what it's about. Um, platformer adventure puzzle action game lord knows i love some of them uh looks a little bit like that game uh where you played as the um the eskimo girl with the uh with the wolf remember that one eskimo girl with the wolf no. yeah no no i don't <sighs> oh, it, it's oh. on we got it on ps4 oh um oh my gosh Yes. There's no way I'll remember the yes, name. Uh, a friend of the show, Ashley Carefree, was actually playing it uh, two weeks ago when we were doing um, uh, the 25th anniversary of Night Trap. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. On our Twitch. Check it out. Check out the stream there. Uh, Twitch TV backslash Preach Network. Anyway, that's what that looks like. Check it out. I'm excited for the review. It's going to come on a later episode. Awesome, man. And the game that I've been super excited about ever since they started talking about it at the at the first like Nindy showcase a little while back is Floor Kids. It's $19.90. <laughs> and basically you control break dancing kids. Uh, it seems like it's kind of in the same type of um, realm of uh, as like Paparapa the Rapa. And uh, I mean, that game is awesome. So this game looks this game just looks like it's a great like it's a great time. Like these kids are just like dancing like in like the subway station in gym. They're dancing like at school. They're just like cutting rug like everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about this, man. I cannot wait cutting to play a rug. You say I did. I did. Sorry. I'm over here trying to have a good time. You're my God picking apart my language skills not very nice at all do you, um, do you know what a podcast is grandpa <laughs> caught in a rug go ahead go ahead you you go ahead you hit me you hit me with something tell me all about this next game the next game up is one that we're also going to review later on it's called human fell flat it looks like you get to throw a dude around in a trebuchet awesome that's all i want to know i we have it we're going to review it later on i don't want to spoil too much more of it right now 14.99 um what you're gonna get on the eShop looks like a great physics-based 3D style, almost realistic Angry Birds. I'm definitely stoked to play this one later on. Okay, 
Fair enough, man. Uh, up next is a game called Phantom Breaker Battlegrounds Overdrive. It is $9.99, also coming out on December the 7th. And this is a side-scrolling uh, beat-em-up uh, with a little bit of anime flair to it. And it supports up to four players at a time. Uh, so if you're, if you're into, like, you know, the anime style and you like your beat-em-ups, you might want to check this one out. Uh, and it's only $9, and four people can play it. So I feel like that's a win-win. Nice. Definitely a win-win there. Game that looks like a win to me. A game called Plague Road. It is $10 even. That, that's that's a rarity. $10 even on the Nintendo eShop. Comes out December 7th, 2017. You play as what looks like a gun-slinging, uh, old-school, bird-masked doctor. Yes, you are, in fact, the bird-masked doctor. Confirmed in the description. It is a strategy role-playing game. Ooh, by the dudes over at Arcade Distillery. Yes, oh, cool. yes. It looks like a tactics RPG as well in here, but you are playing as that creepy bird mask doctor. Yeah, he looks. He looks scary. Awesome. It's very Vogue right now. <laughs> yeah, he looks. He looks creepy. Uh, up next is another game that we're going to be talking about. It's called Plantera Deluxe. It is four dollars and ninety nine cents. And in Plantera, you are growing your own garden and breed of, and you're also breeding animals to earn coins. Uh, it looks it looks adorable. Um, <laughs> it looks like a game that like kindergartners would play. Uh, I am excited to check it out. It looks super colorful, and it's four dollars ninety nine cents. But we're gonna hear a little bit more about it uh, in another episode or so. Plantera Deluxe. Next one we've got up is yet another game that we will review on a later episode. It's Red Game without a great name, and it is two ninety nine on the Nintendo eShop. Uh, I just I, I want to tell you, pick up this game just based on the name of it. Red game without a great name. Um, <laughs> looks like you play as a bird um, set against a very, very stark red backdrop and sort of a platform puzzler. Um, I don't want to think too much more about it. It's an arcade puzzle game. Um, we're going to find out more on a later episode when we review it. Uh, if you want to beat us to the punch, it's $2.99. It's on the eShop. Pick it up December 7th. Awesome, man. Uh, the next game we're actually going to be reviewing on this show in just a little bit, and it's, excuse me, it's a Riptide GP Renegade. Uh, it's kind of, um, without giving anything away, it is a game where you're racing on a jet ski, but we're going to touch a little bit uh, about what makes it special and uh, different uh, a little in our next segment. Beautiful. The next one up, ladies and gentlemen, is Slain Back from Hell. It is $20 in the Nintendo eShop. And just based alone on the image that they have here, it's the dude giving you the rock horns. You know what I'm saying? Like the rock and roll horns, completely drenched in blood with a sword that is three times his body size. And it looks like Sega Genesis graphics. I'm all in. I'm all in. All hail the great horned metal god. I'm t- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I need much more, man. No, I guess. Um, looks like a hardcore rock and roll style Castlevania. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick this one up with a gift card come Christmas time. Uh, 1999 on the eShop, slain back from hell. Looks good, dude. Uh, I don't know, completely different, um, like, you know, 
type of game. Uh, we have Teslagrad, although it is a 2D uh, like side-scrolling uh, game. And in this one, you are using magnetism and electromagnetic powers as you explore a non-linear world of beautiful hand-drawn environments. Uh, if you are into games that have a very, very like, like clean slash like pretty aesthetic, uh, Teslagrad is right up there. Uh, as I scroll through some of the pictures on here, um, really the environments that you are in seem to be like the star of this. Uh, and that gameplay aspect sounds super interesting. So, And we um, have it to review as well. And so we that'll will be on be a later this. episode. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Teslagrad over on the eShop. And ladies and gentlemen, you got another one we're going to do later on. It's the Sexy Brutale. Uh, it looks like an awesome clue state clue style uh pick your own adventure um never ending sort of puzzle adventure game uh again i don't want to get too deep into it because we are going to review it on a later episode it is currently 19 dollars 99 cents looks like a really fun sort of pixar shrek style dreamworksy art style um 3d fully uh it's the sexy brutale up next is something completely different, and it's going to be Vostok Incorporated. It is a fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents. And what's interesting about this one is it is a twin stick action arcade clicker. Uh, so as you're going through, yeah, I know, right? As you're going through this, it is part twin stick shooter, uh, part like first person shooter, and then also part like explore the universe and click on the planets. So it's like a little blend of like a bunch of different games. Uh, if that sounds interesting to you, it's $14.99. It has a crazy image of a guy riding on a spaceship and throwing what looks like money into the air. Uh, Vostok Incorporated, definitely a little bit different. Next game up, ladies and gentlemen, it's Yodanji. It is $4.99 currently on the Nintendo eShop. Uh, coffee break roguelike themed after Japanese folklore tales. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it is a role-playing strategy action-adventure simulation game. Uh, it looks a lot like the old-school Final Fantasies. Uh, very much so. Um, and sort of like those Nintendo-era Legend of Zelda games. Um, but with sort of chibi characters. Uh, graphically, it does look very Nintendo. Um... Not even Super Nintendo, very Nintendo. Uh, Yodanji, uh, five bucks on the eShop. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Fair enough, sir. And then we're going to round it out uh, with Tennis in the Face. Uh, this is a, yet <laughs> another game that we're going to be having uh, featured on an upcoming episode. And I, when I first uh, saw the artwork on this, it looks it looks like it's like out of a comic book. And I, I think the title is really funny. Uh, but it's not necessarily a tennis game. You do play as like an ex-tennis star. Um, although you're not playing tennis in the traditional sense, you're bouncing a tennis ball off of other objects in order to complete objectives in the level. So in in that way it's very much like like a little bit of like an angry birds with a little bit of a twist to it um i'm sure we're gonna find out a little bit more as we have it uh, coming up on a new episode but uh until then if you do want to check it out beforehand it's four dollars 99 cents on the eShop tennis in the face i love that name man you know just in the face tennis in the face, in the face. yeah yeah I just want every sport in the face. I'm Anything with ball. 
just in the face. <laughs> I wanted it to be I wanted it to be more intense than what I what the pictures show it to be. But I mean, I guess we'll find out. I haven't played it yet, so I'll, I'll, I'm sure I will let all of you know. Don't worry. I'm stoked for that review, and I hope y'all are stoked for these reviews because it's time for Let's Play, ladies and gentlemen. It's our review segment, and first up, I'm going to re- be reviewing a little game called Star Ghost. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Star Ghost. Blast through waves of enemies as you confront the evil Metagon Empire and save the human race. A Metagon war fleet has been detected at the outer perimeter. Patrol 12 star systems in the most advanced starfighter ever built. Navigate the perilous fragments of exploding planets. Survive intense asteroid fight fields and dodge dog dodge dog fights with deadly sentinel ships as you defend against the relentless onslaught of the formidable metagon empire uh soundtrack by renowned composer david weiss huh i've heard the name david weiss do you know where david weiss is from no is that supposed to ring a bell i feel like it should uh it is currently available on the eShop. it is eight dollars and 99 cents ladies and gentlemen um, this is one of those classic, uh, rail type, never ending level scrolling, continue to press the one button and fly sort of like that old school line rider game, copter, uh, style games, but with shooting and you can collect some power ups and you can shoot down cool enemies, but you still have to avoid a lot of stuff. You have a little bit of a shield. Um, and like I said, there's power ups End of the day, it's all about getting the points. Um, the music is good. So this David Weiss guy, I'll give it to you. He's, it, it's good music. And it, it kept me going in it graphically. It, it's it's really good. Uh, if you like Geometry Wars or Geometry Wars 3, something like that, it, it's kind of in that sort of vein of art style. Um, all that, ladies and gentlemen, the, the gameplay itself, I wasn't that happy with it. I I feel like this kind of game is right up my alley, but it's not simple enough that I wanted to keep going at it and grinding away for those points, and it's not advanced enough that I cared to struggle. Um, you only have one ship, and I and I think you max out at like three upgrades for each of these things. Like you get like your fire speed, you get your um your range i guess or 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 splatter amount of just coverage of those bullets and then you have your shield and then you have your um tractor beam i guess to help you suck in some of the points um and like the power up things uh it does some interesting things you can catch like viruses and then you're not able to use your guns but it you could go through this entire game and not shoot a single person. Like if you just miss everybody, you'd still make it and be fine. Like if that's how you want to play it. But the, I guess the idea is more get points. Um, it, it, like I said, it's just not advanced enough that I wanted to keep going. Like I expected more gun types. Um, and the controls are a little wonky and they don't really help you out. Like, to shoot you can't actually aim at things you can either shoot upwards at kind of an angle or downwards at kind of an angle and then to work your tractor beam you have to press the uh left stick in the opposite direction so to move the gun up or down is literally full up or full down and then to use your tractor beam it's to press it left or right and you can't use your gun when you're using your tractor beam 
which feels dumb to me. I don't know. Um, I think if this game got like an update and gave you some unlockable ships or something like that, like gave me some more variety, like give me something for my score at least because it, it feels like it could almost be there, but it's not quite. So because of all that, I, I, feel like i gotta give this game a three out of five that's not a bad score considering the gripes that you have sir i feel like that i feel like that's that's not bad yeah right. you know because uh, because like i said to somebody this probably is right up your alley but for me it's just not and it's it's too much of a middle game that it just feels very middle and so i gave it the very middle score yeah. <laughs> and when you mentioned uh copter i was like oh because you said we're talking about that on the last episode of how like that's like right up your alley so well, i mean exactly yeah i feel like people should heed heed your advice sir um speaking of games right up their alley this one is also not really quite this one is not up mine uh but but the game i'm going to be talking about is the aces of the luftwaffe uh the aces of the luftwaffe have returned dodge a hail of bullets and face their fearsome war machines in bombastic air battles and boss fights every end is a new beginning when europe seemed to be freed a secret german commando called the aces of the luftwaffe took their chance to strike back and invade the united states of america it's your duty to restore restore the peace and liberty by climbing aboard the deadly wings of steel and fight against their fearsome war machines in bombastic air battles experience an epic storyline and survive the bullet hail above the u.s coasts and cities command your wingmen fight as a team and fight as a squadron Aces of the Luftwaffe is a action-packed, vertically scrolling shoot 'em up with a captivating and force and fully voiced narrative, which is done very well, by the way. Dodge bullets, collect massive power-ups, and wisely use special abilities as you defeat waves of enemies. Upgrade each member of your squadron with their own personal skill tree at uh, skill tree, excuse me, as you level up. But don't go into the war alone. You can take Aces of the Luftwaffe with up to three friends in an epic four-player local co-op battle. Um, yeah, this game is packed with all types of features. I think it's awesome that you can play this uh, with four people because it is a campaign uh, with an actual story that you're working through. I'm not really the biggest fan of like these like crazy like shoot 'em ups with bullets like all over the place because usually it's very you know they're very linear. It's just not that this game isn't. It's it's level to level, but you know usually... you play Destiny all the time. Yeah, but Destiny's a <laughs> De- Destiny's a social experience. Destiny's a social game. Like, make make no mistake. Um, but in Aces of the Luftwaffe, um, you know, this there there is like a like a very like powerful narrative that is being told to you um, by all the different members of your squadron. So as you're playing, um, you're starting to learn a little bit more about the story, and it's you know it's pretty good. It keeps you wanting to play and wanting to see what's next. Uh, it's got a, a bunch of different uh, awesome power-ups, but what I really like is, they mention it in the description, is how you can kind of, you have to level up all the members of your squadron. So if you're playing solo, it's you and three other um, like wingmen. And you have to, as you earn points and progress, you can unlock different skills and abilities for each person. But just like they can have their own different skills that they excel in, they all have kind of like a fear that kicks in at a certain time. So as you're flying around, you'll have one person kind of be like, oh, like I'm super nervous. Nobody fly next to me. Uh, I'm going to be all over the level. And you have to try to avoid him as you're also going through and trying to shoot things. Because if you touch him, like he'll take away some of your health. Um Ooh. 
they'll also have like another one where they'll be like, oh, I'm scared, so like I'm going to leave, and they just bail for the whole time. You also have another one that's like a positive uh, one that'll like go into like rage mode and just start shooting everything. Um, so uh, it's it's really cool. The game has a bunch of little surprises like that. Um, the voice acting is, I think, pretty good. You have a different voice for each person. Uh, it all sounds uh, it all sounds good. I think this would be a great co-op um, type of game. I didn't get a chance to play it co-op, uh, but I really do like it. Uh, and the soundtrack is like an it's like an orchestral style. Uh, it, it is pretty good. I, I like this game, and I'm not like I said. I, I, I do for some reason. I seem to like um, when we start to pick out the games that we're going to review. I do tend to play a lot of these, which is weird because I'm I, I wouldn't consider myself really big into them. Uh, but this one is cool. Uh, I like the graphics. Uh, it's kind of like a little bit of the shoot 'em up style, like traditional graphics, but with more of like a cartoon twist. It looks a little bit more friendly, uh, and because of that, I think the game itself is just a little bit more appealing. Sometimes you see these kind of like bullet hell style games with just a billion things on the screen, and I don't know. They they just seem seem kind of like like. St- cold you know like this one has a lot Mm -hmm. of bright colors it just it looks like fun and i feel like because of that it is more fun um that that being said there's a lot there's a lot going on you know aside from it being of there being a lot of stuff on the screen and a lot for you to manage uh, which i didn't feel like it was overwhelming there's a lot going on there but then you also have all your different upgrade trees for like four different people uh and then you also have all these different special abilities off in the corner and there's a whole bunch of them uh so you know, it, you can play this game a little bit casually, but I feel like where you probably really excel is if you're into these games, uh, I feel like this one will kind of bring it up to the next level. Um, like I said, I had a lot of fun with this game. I'm going to give this game a four. Uh, I think it's really, nice. I think it's really good. Um, that being said, it's not, it's not for me, but, um, you know, I feel like because it, like, it's so good and I want to know, like, I want to play it. I want to continue to play this game and finish it so that I can find out what the story is. And normally these games don't have a story. So, or if they do, they're always kind of like a little bit kind of wonky, but I like this one. I feel like they did a good job with it. It's making me interested in finding out what happens next. But Aces of the Luftwaffe. We should check it. You should go check it out. Dude. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, man. Uh, the next one that we've got up, uh, something that we together did, uh, it's Riptide GP Renegade. It is currently $9.99 on the Nintendo eShop. Experience the future of illicit hydrojet racing where armored riders kick out death-defying stunts over massive waterfalls, dodge cops through public waterways, and boost at breakneck speeds across surging waves. You are a hydrojet rider. Framed and cast out from the Riptide GP League, forced to race illegally through the city waterways, flooded ruins, and churning factory machinery in an effort to reclaim your reputation and your title. Play through the single-player career to unlock new vehicles, playable characters, and customization features as you take down bosses and build your crew. Then, take your skills online for the ultimate test as you battle opponents around the world in eight-player online matches. Challenge your friends to leaderboard supremacy in the Ghost Racing Challenge mode. You can even play locally in split-screen races with up to four players. <clears throat> Featuring thrill ride, thrill ride racetracks packed with shortcuts, secrets, and interactive obstacles, Riptide GP Renegade is the action arcade water racer for a new generation. Let me tell you, dude, I don't know about you, but I definitely got the Wave Race vibes oh, yeah. from it. Yes, definitely, man. Definitely. When they say a new generation, Wave Race was our generation. I want to say of of water based race game. 
Uh, I think you could say. I think it'd be safe to say that Wave Race was definitely that. This game was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, I really, uh, I feel like the controls like definitely felt spot on. It felt like Wave Race uh, while I was playing it, and I feel like we're gonna probably say make that comparison a lot, but that's like a good comparison because like for at least for me, like that's my that's the game I look back uh, for jet ski racing with like the fondest memories. You know what? It fi- so it's like it's it's exactly like Wave Race in in like the masking of it i want to say plus like a feature element but i kind of think it plays a little bit more like um uh what was the the big like motocross game uh excite bike 64 oh yeah 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 it plays a lot more like that i want to say because of the way that you can do these tricks and some of the tricks that you can actually like wind up unlocking and stuff like that and the tricks are actually pretty cool and they remind me a lot of Excite Bike 64 tricks where it's like, do a backflip and then you do it and do like the can can essentially. You know, I'm like, why are they calling that the can can? <laughs> and like the super, the no hand super van or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Um, the knickknack, they're doing, they're doing the moves. They're just calling them something different. But it's Excite Bike. Like it controls like Excite Bike. So it felt very, very familiar to me. I really, really like the music. I love that there's a story. I love that there's unlockables. I love that there's upgradables. I love that there's customization. Um, Graphically, I think it was cool. Uh, My only real gripe with it is that, one, I didn't get to try out the online play, so I I feel a little bad that I didn't get to do that. Um, But just to review it as the solid single-player game that I did experience... um, only gripe I have is that a lot of the time I didn't necessarily feel like I was going fast. Like I was going fast because there were like numbers to suggest that and my position at being first, but I didn't I didn't necessarily feel the speed that I feel like I should have been getting from playing a game like this. Like it should have felt a little quicker to me. Um Yeah. So that's my take. How I about see- you? I see where you're going with that because there are some moments where you're, you know, you're going as fast as you can, but it doesn't feel like, um, you know, it doesn't feel like you're like if you're coming up on a turn. Like there was very rarely a turn that I'm like, I need to slow down. You know, yeah, I, I never and that, felt like, I feel like that kind of took away some of the difficulty aspect of it. Like I used the boost all the time, but I, I feel like I didn't really ever experience a time where I wasn't kind of guaranteed to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't like like if you were ahead, it for the most part you did seem to uh, stay ahead a little bit uh, more. Uh, this is uh, by the same company that did uh, Beach Buggy Racing uh, that we Love reviewed that a little while ago, and that game actually like those those like those um, those like computer players were like on top of you. Um, you did yeah. have to kind of fight them off, and you like you you could get ahead, but you were very rarely ahead for long. And this one, I feel like once you're ahead, you're probably you're probably okay. And I feel like I was a little more ahead. Unless you like start to mess around with some of the tricks, uh, because if you get a little bit, jet- you you can get cocky. Yeah, if you get a little bit, uh, you know, greedy like I do, um, you want to pull <laughs> off multiple tricks, and when you miss it, you miss it bad. Like I love yeah. how your body just like flies through and like skids off. Um, although they kind of stop the animation uh, a little bit quicker. I would like to kind of see like how far I go. You know, like yeah, I'd, you just want to see yourself like flying through yeah, the water. Yep, I'd be willing to take the penalty. Uh, like you're you know, skipping rocks, huh? Uh, it's crazy because like the whole jet ski will like go out from under you like it's nuts and i love i love um all the tricks and how that 
factors into giving you a little bit more of a boost. Um, mm-hmm. And I did notice, um, I didn't really come across too many shortcuts, but there were a few things. There are a few, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they're in there because I accident, accidentally went over something that I'm like, this looks like a little bit of a ramp, but it wasn't marked as one. Uh, mm-hmm. And sure enough, I was able to you know shoot right off of it, hit some tricks, uh, and like, keep on going. Uh, I really, I really like how that's integrated into the game. I also tried to do the online play, um, but I couldn't find anybody to to match up with. Um, it just said that there were. I feel like we should have done a private match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably would have been. We should have just coordinated our cycles on that one. It probably would have been cool, uh, but yeah, I couldn't find like just a game to join right away. Um, I feel like it would be a lot of fun. Uh, it's neat that there's uh, a little bit of a story, and as you play more, you learn a little bit more about it. But I would have liked to know about. Like you kind of just start off, and then it's like boom, you're kicked out of this like league, and I'm like, oh, well, okay. Like, yeah. Like, like I felt a little like just di- disjointed. Um, I know that's a weird thing to say about like a jet ski racing game, but <laughs> you were you were too good. You went you went to prison, I think, right for what like two years? It's uh, yeah, I went yeah because two or three. So you were in prison for some amount of time because yeah. when you come back and do your second race, they're like, it's been years. Welcome back to the slums. It's all gone to hell. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I was uh, explained that a little bit more. But that being said. You wish Vin Diesel was in this game, huh? Yeah, of course. He should be in every Forget game. It to you, yeah. Every game. Every game. Uh, but I, I did I did enjoy this one, sir. Uh, what, do you, what score do you assign this guy? I feel like I got to give it a 4.5. Oh, a little bit of a higher marker there. Yeah, yeah. Same as Beach Buggy Racing, but for a little bit different reasons. Um, where Beach Buggy gave you that um, a little bit more breakneck speed and sort of like uh, close, like nail biting racing. Um, it lacked that extra oomph in the custom ability and the different kinds of motorcycles and things and characters. And that's where this game picks that up. But it also falls in that in that uh, category of how difficult is it? So I feel like, you know, they're they're both great. And they're both just not quite the perfect racing game like a Mario Kart, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Uh, I'm going to try. But even Mario Kart, like, I wouldn't give this Mario Kart a, uh, I wouldn't give this Mario Kart a five. Mm. Not enough unlockables, you know? No reason for me to keep playing that one. But anyway, this one, I give it a 4.5. All right. I mean, I'm not far behind you, man. I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. I actually like uh, Beach Buggy Racing a little bit more uh, than this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like all of the, like you said, like all the abilities to be able to customize, but yeah, it just didn't, I didn't feel like the pressure and I really was kind of hoping for like some like weapons. <laughs> yeah. You want to be able to blast some people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It would have been cool. Like, you know, just throw like a little flavor of road rash in there, you know? You know, I didn't think about weapons, but I was, I don't know. I wasn't looking for weapons in this one. That's I fair, was man. looking for excite bike. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, wave race. And that's what I got. And you got it, man. So, I mean, Hey, you can't complain about that at all. Nah, nah man. I was right there a little bit. But were you there with us, ladies and gentlemen? Thanks for being here with us, making it through the whole show. Uh, This has been episode 27 of the Switch It Up show. I have been Seth Trav, your host this time, and he has been our friend Glenn. Be sure to follow him at our sister show, at From the Crib. Uh, He is also doing Happy Horror Days, and I myself am doing Seth Trav's Super Special Holiday Specials special. Be sure to check them all out, because remember, ladies and gentlemen, if things ever start to get boring, you can always switch them up.